0: After Yosef revealed himself to his brothers, he senses their sadness and frustration. So he tells them, Don't be upset. Don't be angry. This was all part of Hashem's master plan. I've been sent here to save the world from famine. And by the way, I've become kind of a big deal here in Mitzrayim. I'm Pari's right hand man. I've become the chief of staff. I rule over the entire land of Mitzrayim. Then Yosef tells his brothers, Quickly, go up to dad and tell him these exact words. So said your son Yosef, Hashem has made me the ruler of the entire land of Mitzrayim. Come down and see me right away. Question is, To the brothers, Yosef describes himself as three things. Number one, Vaisemeni le'ov le'parai. Number two, le'odin le'chal baisai. And number three, umoshil bachal eretz However, the message Yosef instructs his brothers to relate to his father is solely about number three, his position as the ruler of Egypt. And even in conveying this information, he deviates slightly. He adds Hashem's name. He says, Sumani le'kim le'odin le'chal mitzraim. So why convey one message to his brothers, an entirely different one for his father? And perhaps the answer is, Yosef knew his father Yaakov was not interested in how high up the political ladder he had climbed in Mitzrayim. Whether he was the Secretary of State or Paris' chief political consultant, Yaakov also was not interested in the wealth Yosef amassed as a result of his power and business acumen. Perhaps the brothers will be impressed. And that is why he told them, but not Yaakov. So Yosef told his brothers to convey to his father only one message. Sumani Alekim, I've placed Hashem, and mitzrayim, over all of my accomplishments in Mitzrayim. Tell my father, over and above all my political achievements, my number one priority is the values and the ideals he taught me all those years ago. Despite my high-ranking position and all the honors and accolades I've received, I have not abandoned the ways of Torah and Mitzvahs. That is what my father truly wants to hear. When the brothers finally arrived in Israel and they told Yaakov that Yosef was still alive, initially he did not believe them. But then, by Yaris Agalis, Yaakov saw the wagons that Yosef sent along, and then he believed them. So what about the wagons that made Yaakov a believer? Sarashi so explains that Agalos is, is a play on words for the word Egla, meaning a calf. Yosef was hinting at the last topic that he and his father had studied together 22 years earlier, the Sugi of Egla Arufa. And now Yaakov understood that Torah was first and foremost on the mind of his son Yosef, even after languishing in the depraved land of Mitzrayim for all those years. The values that Yaakov held dear really resonated with his son, Yosef. The Torah tells us, before Yosef passed away, he gathered his brothers and pleaded with them, Please get me out of this land and take my body. Take me to the promised land, to the land of my ancestors. Yosef understood that it was by divine providence that Hashem sent him to Mitzrayim to save the world from extinction. And he rose to great prominence, ruling over the greatest empire of the ancient world. But at the end of his life, he had only one request. Take me to the place of my ancestors, the place that's imbued with Kadusha. All this honor, fame, and fortune have no currency in the place where it really matters, in the next world. The Mishnah says in Avois, When a person departs from this world, Aim elavan loy adam loy kesev loy not his gold or silver or any other material possessions escort him to the next world. Not all the political connections, not all the Twitter followers, all the likes on Facebook, not all the fancy homes and successful businesses. Ella Torah amasim Only the Tory you amassed and the good deeds you performed. There's a story told about a man that moved to a new country and started building himself a mansion. When people passed by, they looked at the construction and they chuckled, as if they were mocking him. Frustrated, he approached the Rav of the town. He told him, Rabbi, the people here are so rude. They look at my new house and they're laughing at me. They're ridiculing me. The Rav asks him, where are you building this palace? And he says, on that parcel of land. And the Rav smiles and he says, you are also mocking me? And the Rav tells him, that plot of land is actually a lake. Now in the winter it's frozen over and it's covered over by branches and earth and debris. Come June, the lake will melt and your expensive mansion will be enveloped by water. And that is why they are laughing. Yosef said, "Sumani alekim. despite all my accomplishments, I've placed Hashem above everything else. And that was his message to all future generations. Physical possessions may serve you well for a while, where there comes a time when we'll all dissipate. And all that's left over is your Torah and mitzvahs. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.